You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Yo, it's Keith Smith, Atlanta Falcons fullback, and you're listening to Pro Football Chase Podcast. This is Jamon Bushrod, Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champion. You're listening to the Pro Football Chase Podcast. Hey, it's Jimmy Ward. You're listening to the Pro Football Chase Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Packers wide receiver Marquez Valdez-Scanling. It's the Pro Football Chase Podcast. Hello, this is center Nick Martin for the Houston Texans, and you're listening to Pro Football Chase Podcast. Hey, it's Willie Gay Jr., Chiefs linebacker, and you're listening to Pro Football Chase Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Keith Kirkwood, wide receiver, number 19 for the Carolina Panthers, and you're uh, listening to the podcast of Pro Football Chase. Hey, everyone. It's Chris Wormley here, Steelers defensive lineman, uh, and you guys are listening to the Pro Football Chase Podcast. Hey, what's up? It's Browns linebacker, Jacob Phillips, and we're live on the Chase Podcast. All right, what's going on, y'all? This is Channel 7, number 39 for the Green Bay Packers, and you're tuning in to Pro Football Chase. Let's go. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the Pro Football Chase Podcast. It's Isaac Signs with you. And joining me for an interview today is ESPN NFL analyst Mike Tannenbaum. Now, Tannenbaum joined ESPN as an NFL front office insider in April of 2019. He's a former NFL executive with more than two decades of experience in team front offices. He's now on NFL Live, Sports Center, First Take, Get Up. I'm so excited to get him on the podcast to discuss a variety of topics. So first things first, Mike, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Isaac. Great to be with you. Appreciate you having me. Not a problem. So before we get into the NFL offseason quarterback carousel, I wanted to ask you this question, Mike, just because I've always wanted to pick the brain of an NFL front office executive. I can imagine that holding the jobs that you've had as an executive vice president of football operations for the Dolphins and then EVP of and general manager of the New York Jets. What was it like being a high-ranking NFL executive? What were some of the joys and the challenges of those jobs? You know, just really the privilege of being around people that were uh, smart, hardworking, driven, that came from all different walks of life. Um, 
you know, over 20 plus years, it was people that may be better. And uh, I learned a lot more about life than, than football and just being in that building every day with people that were smart and driven uh, really brought the best out of you. And then, you know, Isaac, I was very fortunate to be in a number of leadership positions. And oftentimes I thought about, you know, the privilege of the owner giving me an opportunity, be it Woody Johnson or Steve Ross or whomever. And I thought about, well, I didn't want to let them down. And I had a family, of course, to raise and responsibilities that come with that. And of course, I don't want to let those people down. But I got to tell you, and, you know, great fan bases in New York, Miami. But, you know, more than anything, like for me, I didn't want to let the people that I work with every day. And I always felt like I was told this like early in my career, like if you think about like the uh, football buildings, like a factory and, you know, these players come in and think of them a little bit as like, you know, they're like almost like raw materials and you got to come in and you got to love them. You got to develop them. You got to coach them. You got to pay them. Some, unfortunately you got to cut, but on the other end, you know, they're coming out of your tunnel and they're the product on the field and, you know, there's nothing about the players. And I just always wanted to be able to look to the left and to the right and say, Hey, you know, I'm going to exceed the expectation. So as we build an organization and, you know, the players are going out on the field representing all of us, I don't want to be the one to send us home. And I want to exceed expectation amongst my peers within the building. Wow. That's some good insight right there. I've always admired those who are in the NFL front offices, organizations, you're having to make tough decisions that impact the future of an organization. Of course, the fan bases we know are very passionate out there. So I've always just been curious about the pressure, about the excitement, about the thrill of being in your position. I'm assuming, Mike, that now working on ESPN platforms is a little bit less stressful than being an NFL front office executive, huh? Yeah. And, and you know, it's funny you say that because we're, we're in the news and entertaining business. And, you know, there's a big sign at ESPN headquarters that say, you know, we're here to serve the sports fan every, you know, basically 24 hours a day, anytime, any place. Um, and I feel like my role in the play is to explain what's going on in, with front offices. And, you know, there's um, kind of a way to do that. Um, and you try to do it in a way that's informative and fun and like being on get up, you know, I'm on with like hall of famers that are great broadcasters and um, you know, all the shows are, are you know, the, the reason people are at ESPN is because they're the best at what they do. Um, and it's a privilege to be there. And I feel like, again, like I don't want to be the, the weak link. You know, so I work really hard um, to try to get better as a broadcaster. I put a lot of time and effort in the preparation to deliver in a very credible way. And it shows you do an exceptional job on all the ESPN platforms. I enjoy watching your analysis, which is why I wanted to get you on the podcast to pick your brain a little bit about some of these trades. And we'll open up with that blockbuster deal that is going to send Matthew Stafford to the Rams in exchange for Jared Goff and some draft compensation back to Detroit. Now, this was the headliner last week, Mike, and I guess everybody expected Matthew Stafford to move on from Detroit after he went public. The trade request was in. The Lions clearly knew they wanted to go another direction. Stafford wanted to be on a contender. So when you look at the deal and how aggressive Les Snead has been, Sean McVay, I mean, he's traded a lot of first-round picks going all the way back to 2017, and now they won't have one until 2024. Do you think this was the right move for the Rams to make? You know, I like it. I don't love it. You know, 18 months ago, you just gave uh, Jared Goff over $100 million in guarantees, and now all of a sudden, um, Sean McVay can't work with him. That is not 
Sean McVay's uh, finest hour by any stretch. Um, I think they're a little bit better, Stafford over Goff. But uh, to me, I, I think it's one of these trades where they're while they're they've done a nice job of collecting good players, Isaac. Um, they're very thin depth wise, and they have very little margin for error. And over the course of what may be a 17 game season, I don't I don't like their depth. Yeah, I would agree with that. The thing is that the Rams, they could be mortgaging their future by giving up a lot of first-round picks. I know Matthew Stafford, 32 years old, soon to be 33. We know he is a top-caliber quarterback, and you know Sean McVay is betting on the fact that with him in their offense, they're going to reach the next level. We know on defense, you know, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, I think they're pretty solid there despite losing Brandon Staley to the Chargers and the head coaching job. But I was a little bit surprised about Jared Goff and the Los Angeles Rams considering that new deal they gave him Four years, $106.6 million remaining on Goff's contract right now. But the fact that they gave up on that relationship so early, I think, is what took a lot of us by surprise. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, you know, this was a guy that was maybe one or two throws away from being a Super Bowl champion, and now they let him go. And, and their third highest cap charge, Isaac, next year is going to be for Jared Goff's dead money. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see um, how it goes. But I, I think they're mortgaging their future and their window is very small to win. Now, one more question on this topic, just because you are a front office insider. I was curious because Brad Holmes, we know, came from the Rams, director of college scouting, now the new GM in Detroit. I've just been thinking, like, did Les Snead and Brad Holmes have a couple of discussions, you know, prior to the hiring in Detroit that could have set the ground rules for this potential trade? I mean, I don't know. Maybe not, but you have to think about it because of Brad Holmes and his relationship with that Rams organization. Yeah, absolutely. You know, familiarity always helps. Um, I had a habit of making trades with, you know, the same handful of people over and over again. So um, I think that's certainly uh, a dynamic that could have been a big part of the trade. So moving on to the next page here, all right, Deshaun Watson in Houston, his trade request has become official. It's all out there. Adam Schefter, Rappaport, all those guys put it out there. He wants out of Houston. What happens next? The Texans look like they're hunkered down on their stance. They do not want to trade the 25-year-old Pro Bowl quarterback. He doesn't want to play another snap for them. Something's got to give. What's your take on that? I think that's um, you have to work really hard to fix that problem because he's too good of a player. He's too high talented. He's too high character. He's a great leader. He's under contract for five years. So whatever it takes, Isaac, you have to fix the problem. You have to go see him, take out your yellow pad. You have to ask good questions, figure out what's going to make him fulfilled, not only on the field but off the field and work really closely with him to help him get to where he wants to go. What is your take on David Culley? I know that he's well-respected around the NFL. A lot of people and his peers showing some high praise for him now that he's got a head coaching job. What do you think about that hire for the Houston Texans? Uh, it's out of the box. He's never called a game a play. He's 65. Um, he deserves the benefit of the doubt because he is well thought of, but um that I certainly did not see that coming and uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I, I think David Culley could be a good head coach, but by far the most important. You know how to book flights and hotels. 
all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thing they have to accomplish as an organization is to get Deshaun Watson back in the building. And, you know, Cal McNair has to ask himself some very honest and sober questions, which is six months ago, Deshaun Watson is going to be a Texan for life. What happened and how do you fix that problem? That, that is the most important thing that the Texans have to get done. Well, Nick Casario, the new GM there in Houston, and executive Jack Easterby, who seems to be not in high favor with Watson and a couple within that organization, they're going to have to sort through that as well as Cal McNair. But say that the Houston Texans reach a point prior to the 2021 NFL Draft that they will have to trade Deshaun Watson because they're unable to make amends with their star quarterback. Who's a couple of teams to keep an eye on? Well, I think, you know, the Jets, obviously, you know, they're, they're going to need a quarterback. Chicago, I think San Francisco, despite having Jimmy G, could be another place. But, I mean, really, if Deshaun Watson was ever traded, there's about four teams that shouldn't be in it. You know, maybe Seattle, Kansas City, and the Chargers. Everybody else should at least make a phone call. Indeed. We'll see how that situation develops in Houston. Of course, Deshaun Watson, we've seen plenty of jersey swaps in multiple uniforms. It's insane. But another quarterback that has been in rumors about potentially being traded, and I don't know how valid it is. You know it's offseason. A lot of reports are swirling out there. But I've seen Kirk Cousins linked to San Francisco because of Kyle Shanahan, the connection, Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe they're not entirely sold on him. What is your feeling with that situation? Um. You know, I think that's one where they had success together uh, a while ago. I think Jimmy G is a good quarterback. He hasn't been durable. And if they can get Kirk Cousins, I'm sure they see that as maybe not a perfect upgrade, but certainly an incremental one. So we'll see. Um, that that move makes a lot of sense to me, though, Isaac, because because of the if we're in an unusual offseason again because of COVID, the fact that Cousins knows Shanahan so well, that's another reason why that trade couldn't make a lot of sense. My next question here for you, Mike, is we've seen Carson Wentz, another quarterback that could be on the move this offseason. A lot happened. Jalen Hurts took over. Of course, Doug Peterson left Philadelphia. They parted ways. New head coach Nick Sirianni, he says that he's looking forward to having Jalen Hurts and Carson Wentz entering training camp. But 
Reports out there, teams are calling interested in Carson Wentz. If you're the Philadelphia Eagles and you're Howie Roseman, how do you let this situation unfold? Do you pull the trigger on a trade on Carson Wentz or do you look to retain him? Yeah, I think you have to be open-minded and see if there's somebody that's going to offer you an irrational, I shouldn't say irrational, but a huge, uh, you know, package in terms of trade value. Um, I'm a believer in Carson Wentz because he's played so well. And what's unusual about him is he came from a small school, but he had success early on. So lack of confidence, you would think, um, would come from not being able to make the transition. But he, he has. Like, we, we, we've seen that. So um, I think it's one of those things where your mindset is he's our quarterback. And if we get a package that blows us away, then, then we take it. It's worth noting that Nick Sirianni, of course, coming from Frank Reich's staff in Indianapolis, Frank Reich, when he was with Philadelphia, that's when we saw Carson Wentz really play at a high level. So perhaps the Eagles banking on having a guy like Sirianni that can bring a similar offensive philosophy to the table that could potentially help Carson Wentz get on track. So that also could be in play here, Mike. No question about it, which is... Again, going back to Sean McVay, like your job is to fix what's wrong with Jared Goff. And I think one of the reasons they brought in Nick Sirianni is you have to at least look at, like, could Nick Sirianni bring out the best in Carson Wentz? So I think that's a totally fair point. Now, the last quarterback I want to touch on before we get into a little Super Bowl preview is Dak Prescott. We know he lit up the headlines all last offseason about whether the Cowboys were going to sign him to a long-term extension. When the rubber met the road, it was another franchise tag, and Dak Prescott, we unfortunately know what happened. He suffered that gruesome injury in Week 5 against the New York Giants. Now, since the end of the season, the Cowboys could have been negotiating an extension up to this point. It doesn't sound like there's any concrete talks as of now, and one factor is the cap situation for the NFL in 2021, which they're still trying to sort out just how much money is going to be available for these franchises at a free agency. But if you're the Dallas Cowboys, Mike, how do you handle this situation with Dak Prescott? Are you giving him the money he wants, which could exceed 40 plus million a year? Or do you think maybe a tag and trade? What would you do in that situation? Yeah, I would absolutely sign him. Um, You can make an argument that Dak Prescott was one of the most valuable players last year by not playing. And, um, I think he's a guy that is um, very underrated. You can win with. And um, I think they made a huge mistake by signing guys like L. Collins and Jalen Smith before they signed him. It made no sense to me. You got a high character, productive quarterback, get him signed. I would agree with you 100%. And not only that, his production is increased every single season, but he is well-respected in that locker room. He is a true franchise quarterback so I do hope the Cowboys accommodate him as well and keep him in Dallas for the long term now Super Bowl 55 coming up on Sunday we've heard a lot of different takes of course we're already on Thursday and we've seen some expert analysis about the matchups Kansas City's offense going up against Tampa's defense that has been playing really well under Todd Bowles this is going to be a good one Mike Patrick Mahomes Tom Brady we know a lot is at stake Looks like Tom Brady could get the seven Super Bowl titles and then Mahomes could become the youngest quarterback to go back-to-back at just 25 years of age. So what most excites you about this matchup? Well, I think if they played 10 times, um, in my opinion, Kansas City would win seven out of the 10. 
But the great equalizer in this game is Eric Fisher being out for the Chiefs, their great left tackle. So to me, Todd Bowles has done a great job with that pass rush with Tampa Bay. And that's the fascinating matchup is can Tampa Bay create enough pressure to impact Mahomes? Another matchup that I want to take a look at is on the outside. We know Mike Evans is the clear-cut number one for Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. He had success throughout the playoffs. And I was talking about this particular matchup with Joel Worthy on another podcast. And he was like, I'm not sure anybody can defend Mike Evans. And I said, well, you're forgetting about Bashad Breeland, the corner for Kansas City, that has played very well during the course of the playoffs. And so that matchup on the outside, and looks like Breeland's a pretty physical corner, I think that could carry a lot of weight as to how this matchup unfolds in the pass game. Yeah, that's a great point. And, you know, how much man-to-man will uh, Kansas City play or will they play more zone? But Breland and Sneed have done a better job, um, you know, and you look at, you know, Matthew and will Sorensen be used more as like a sub linebacker um, with Juan Thornhill? It's going to be interesting to see how Spags moves players around. Um, I do like Breland. He's played well for them this year, better than he's played the last couple of years. Um, so there are a couple of very interesting matchups there. Um, but we'll, we'll, I would think that Spags won't blitz because, you know, it's Brady and Brady's so good against the blitz. Um, and I'm sure he feels like, hey, we just got to keep them from not making the explosive play. So I wouldn't be surprised to see more zone early in the game. Do you think that Kansas City's front seven should be a little bit concerned about how that Tampa Bay offensive line has been imposing their will. I mean, it has been impressive, led by Jensen at center. Tristan Wirfs, the rookie at right tackle, has been dominant. And then, of course, Leonard Fournette has come on strong in the playoffs, and Tampa Bay has really been able to establish the ground attack, win time of possession, and that puts a lot of pressure off Brady when he can get, you know, four or five yards of carry do you think Kansas City is going to have to pay some extra attention to Leonard Fournette and perhaps we'll see some more Ronald Jones on Sunday? Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think Tampa Bay will try to be balanced, keep Mahomes off the field. So I think that's a really good point. Um, if their rushes and um, pass attempts are even, I think that's a, a good distribution for Bruce Arians as a play caller come uh, Sunday night. Tom Brady... Patrick Mahomes, I'm not sure if you are going to give your prediction on the air on ESPN, so I don't want to spoil it. So if you cannot give a pick for this game, what is one fascinating development that you're going to look to watch between the Chiefs and the Buccaneers on Sunday? How much Travis Kelsey stays in the block early on because, again, of what we just talked about with uh, Fisher's injury. So that to me is like the game within the game, like how heavy, uh, how much they try to firm up the protections, especially early on against that great Buccaneer uh, pass rush. Well, there you have it. I certainly cannot wait to watch this game. Kickoff is scheduled for 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. Raymond James Stadium, the Buccaneers will be the home team. So that's the first time it's ever happened in the Super Bowl. Again, Mike, I really appreciate you. I know you're busy hopping on shows throughout the entire course of the day for ESPN and for all the sports fans around the world. Keep up the phenomenal work. I've always been a fan of what you're able to bring, the analysis from the front office perspective. So again, I'm truly appreciative of your time. Yeah, my pleasure, Isaac. Thanks for having me. All right. Yes, sir. Have a great afternoon. Okay, thank you. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. 
That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.